this one particular show that I've been watching for a while, a while, I should say, is called, um, I think, called That Girl. But anyways, it's a show about four people. Three of the people are males and one is female. And they all live in the same apartment. When I first started watching this, I became interested mostly because um, I have to admit the girl, her name, they call her Jess in the, in the, in the um, show. She's just kind of quirky and cute. And, you know, I just wanted to see how this would pan out. Um, because when the show first started, she had just broken up with her boyfriend. And so she was living with her boyfriend. She wasn't married. They weren't married. And she had been living with her boyfriend for several years, actually. And they broke up. They broke up because she caught them, her boyfriend, I should say not them, but her boyfriend and another another girl um, having um, sexual relations together. And, of course, she was upset and she decided to move out. I've heard of stories like that. And... Although the movie didn't say it, it probably wasn't the first time that this young man had been doing this, that he had been having uh, sexual relations with another woman. It just, this is now, the first, it just so happened that it was the first time that he got caught doing it. So anyways, in this, I've been watching this now for a while, and uh, they all live together, and each and every one of them, for whatever reason, at various times throughout the show, end up having sexual relationships outside of marriage. And so I asked myself as a Christian, what should I think about this? Is this, or should this be entertainment? Should this be entertaining to me? And my first response is, I don't know. I didn't know at first, to be honest. I didn't know. I didn't know what to think. Because I've never really thought about the things that I watch until lately I started thinking more about them. And my concern is this. What do you think? I wonder. What do you think if you were to watch a show like that? What what do you think, not only as a Christian, but what do you think as a non-Christian, an unbeliever? Is it okay for these four people to live together? Is it okay for... For individual, any individual, to cohabitate with 
um, anyone besides their spouse that is someone being married to. So it brings up a lot of questions. And I want you to ask yourself these questions. Because when you become young adults, eventually you're going to have to ask yourself, how do, how do you want to live your life? And you need to ask yourself, is it right or is it wrong? Whatever you do in, 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 in life, you need to determine whether it's, I want to encourage you, I should say, and I hope that you want to, I hope that you should believe, I hope that you believe that it, uh, you should be asking yourself, is it right or wrong? Whatever you do, and whatever you do, even starting now, is it right or is it wrong? Whatever it is that you choose to do. Because what you do right now, how you live your life right now, will determine how you live your life as adult, as adult, uh, as adults. Is it right if you're a male to live with a female without being married to her, or is it wrong? Is it right if you're female to live with a male to cohabitate with them without being married? Is it right or wrong? Now today, especially something else you need to think about to add to that, that um, those questions is, is it right if you're a male to live with another male? Or several males. If you're a female, is it right or is it wrong to live with another female or several females without being married to them? Because now it's, it's becoming um, a society, especially American society, has, has determined that it's okay to be married to the same sex. Is it right to be married to the same sex? Or is it wrong to be married to the same sex? Person. A person of the same sex. Is it right or wrong? I'm not going to answer that. At least not yet. Because I want to think more about it. And I want to encourage you to think more about it. Because these are some of the things that you're going to have to deal with. When, um, when you become a young adult. And maybe you even need to start thinking about it now. Because I know that there are many kids your age who um, are possibly having sex right now outside of marriage, who are not married. And surely you're going to be tempted to do the same. And when you're tempted... What are you going to do? Do you know what you're going to do? Do you know how? Do you have you have you decided how you're going to answer when someone asks you out for the first time, 
whether it be a male or a female, or you ask someone out for the first time, and they tempt you to having sex with them outside of marriage, what are you going to say? What are you, how are you going to handle the situation? You know, one of the things that I've learned in my young life is that um, peer pressure is powerful. It's very powerful. And so I know that you're going, I know some things about what you're going through. I know that you are being tempted to do these things. I know that you're being tempted to, to, to think about, if not being tempted to do these things, you are thinking about these things at least. Or you're talking about these things with your friends. And as a Christian, how do you respond to the questions? These, these sort of questions from your friends. If you're not doing it, what, what, what about the conversation? How, how, does, how is the conversation going? Does it reflect your Christian values? Is it reflecting your Christian values? Do you have any Christian values at all? It's another question. These are very serious, very serious um, questions that I want you to begin to ask yourself. I was reading this verse. What does Jesus think about fornication? I thought to myself. Um, you know, those other Bibles don't really use the word fornication. Which I found interesting. I find interesting, I should say. I need to do a little bit more study about it. Why is that? Because um, the word fornication... Um, is a translation of the word pornea, which I find interesting too, the Greek word pornea. Uh, I find that interesting because uh, I think we get a word pornography from that word, pornea. But anyways, I'm going to do a little bit more study on that. Anyways, over in Matthew, chapter 19, verse 9, Jesus says, And I say unto you, Whoever shall put away his wife, except it be for fornication, and shall marry another, committed adultery. And whosoever marrieth her, which is put away, doeth commit adultery. Notice that in this sentence here. Fornication is listed one time. But... The word adultery is listed twice. And notice what Jesus says. Whoever shall put away his wife. What does it mean to put away his wife? It means to divorce her. Whatever any man that divorces his wife. Basically what Jesus is saying. Any man who divorces his wife. Except it be for fornication. Meaning Except for it be that he catches her or um, proves that she has been committing fornication. 
meaning having sex with another man, or in, to deep, in today's terms, or with another woman, and she'll marry another, committed adultery. He commits adulter adultery. And adultery is a sin against God. And then he goes on to say, whoever marries this same woman that has been divorced by this man, they commit adultery. That was how Jesus talks. You know, that right there should signify to us that we should be thinking about these questions. Because basically what Jesus is telling us is that God cares about what you do with your life. Your young life. God cares about how you relate with the opposite sex or with the same sex. And therefore, we should care. We should begin planning our future because we are in this together as a family. As your father, I want to encourage you to start thinking about it. I want you to start planning your young life, especially your sexual life. Who are you going to have sex with? Ask yourself, who are you going to have sex with? Because you're going to have sex sooner or later. But who will it be? With. Under what context is it going to, under, in, in what, I should say under what context, but in what context will it be in? I hope it will be according to the will of God as your father. And that's why I'm talking with you about it now. I don't want to wait until later. I don't want to wait until it's too late. Because it happened to me. That's what really happened. It, matter of fact, it, it was way too late. And I regret it. I look back now, and I think about this. This passage here. And I, I, I committed adultery. And I caused someone else to commit adultery in the same kind of manner. Because I don't know if you guys know this or not, but I, I was married at one time. And I, when I divorced my wife, it wasn't because she was having sex with another man. It was simply because I didn't like the way things were, were um, evolving. I didn't like the way she was doing things. Especially the way she was treating me. I didn't like it. So I divorced her. And um, I have to share with you, during the time when, I, when, it, when this was happening, I didn't know better. I was listening to all my friends 
are supposed to be my friends, the counsel from people who are supposed to be my co-workers, and as a matter of fact, even men who were supposed to be um, my um, seniors. And what I mean by seniors, that is they were um, basically my boss. And they were telling me to divorce her. That was, that was the counsel I was getting, divorce her. Divorce her. None of them gave me the counsel of, well, what does God think? What would God want you to do? None of them. None of them could. Because they were all ungodly men as well. And they were doing the same thing. Something to think about. You need to prepare now. Start preparing now. Start praying. Let's pray. Let's start praying for your spouses, your future spouses. Let us start praying for God's will to be done in your life now, starting now. So that when you are in these situations where you're going to be tempted to have sex outside of marriage, you'll be ready to say the right answer, to do the right thing. To start focusing on and preparing yourself to be godly husbands and godly wives. Starting, first of all, by being godly men and women. Starting now. Be in prayer. Every day, before you leave the house, pray to God that he will protect you and keep you from falling into the temptation of fornication, adultery, and all these other sorts of acts of sexual immorality. Start now. I'm with you. We're with you. Your parents, as your parents, your mother and I, we're with you. We're praying for you. I want to encourage you to do it now. Start now. Start planning. Let's start planning now. Amen? All right, heads bowed, eyes closed. Let us pray. Lord God, Father in heaven, thank you once again. Yes, Father, give us wisdom on how to handle the temptation of fornication, adultery. You know, it's a shame the things that people do to themselves because of ignorance. Now I look back on my young life, most of the things that I did was because of ignorance. There was no one there to tell me this, you know, the things that Jesus just told us this morning. And that is, is that you hate divorce. Not only do you hate divorce, you hate fornication, you hate adultery, you hate all, all acts of sexual immorality. And so that's why it's so important that we as Christians start living a life that truly honors you. A life that is thoughtful about what you think.
or should say reflect what you think. When I say a life that is thoughtful, that is a life that that signifies that we belong to you and that we want your will to be done in our lives. That's basically what I'm praying for. I'm praying that my children together we can we can plan this out together for my children, that they'll be willing to allow us as their parents to help them on this journey as they prepare for their spouse. I think about one of the greatest commandments, not the greatest commandment, but the first commandment that you gave to Adam and Eve, and that is to be fruitful and multiply. There's nothing wrong with sex. Sex has... Sex is very pleasurable, but it has to be done, I believe, within the context of marriage. And it's, it has to have an end result. The end result is to hopefully have children that we can raise up in the knowledge and wisdom and admonition of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So I pray this for my children as well. In Jesus' name I ask and pray. Amen.